Hello, I'm Kelly. I'm here with only the show, and I'm here with Dave Federenko. Is that how you pronounce it? You nailed it. Awesome. Uh, he's with or a band called Flashcrackers. We're going to find out exactly his role. Uh, what I want to know from uh, listening to you all day is uh, where you where you started out. What was what were you listening to when you first picked up a guitar or something? All right. So when I, by the way. Thanks, thanks for having me, and uh, it's great to talk to you, uh, kind of face to face. Um, so I uh, probably started around like seriously when I was uh, fifteen, and I was I was raised on hard rock and metal music. So I was learning to play guitar, sneaking into my brother's room when he wasn't home, uh, learning Metallica songs, for example, stuff like that. Um, which probably doesn't sound like uh, the music that I'm doing now. But I think one element that is present is there's a, quite a bit of palm muting on the guitar. Um, you know, it's a completely different style, but I think that that's one thing that probably comes through. Um, and so then I started, you know, I started expanding, started getting into stuff like The Cure, uh, The Church. Um, and then, you know, in the 90s, I was... I mean, I listen to all kinds of stuff just all over the place. So that's great. I mean, and that's that's the Metallica was surprising, but I definitely could understand like the cure. Uh, you know, I can cipher that through listening to what you have. Definitely. Uh, can you describe a little bit about your creative pro I'm curious to know, um, like, do you come up with a guitar riff and then build on top of that? Or are you a lyrics first kind of guy or does it all kind of happen at the same time? What's going on there? I'm almost always exclusively music first and lyrics last. And the lyrics are the hardest. Yeah, the lyrics and vocals are, are hard. Um, and so, you know, for this specific project, um, I had a very focused vision of what I wanted to do. And it's a lot, it's very uh, baseline driven. Um, but most of it was kind of plunked out on keyboard, probably, like, because there is piano in it, but it's very simple. Um, and then the guitar I would add last on on something like this as, as like almost unnecessary. And I know the guitar is my main instrument. Um, so and I spent a lot of time revising um and so i played everything by the way and so um yeah it's a band name and part of that is because i always played in bands before like real bands um i could never picture doing like a solo thing right um and then it also left the door open so if i if like people wanted to join um like that like that's there um but doing all the parts you know i found like it's a lot it takes a lot longer than when you're in a band and you can come in with an idea and people can just start playing you know mm -hmm. and contributing their ideas and making it better so you know i'd record a part i work out a part i record it and then it's like oh well now it's stepping on on you know the guitar is stepping on the piano or that bass cool bass fill doesn't work with the vocals in there. And so it took me, I, I work really slowly. Um, and so I spent a lot of time refining those details. And that's actually what I started to enjoy though, is kind of like stripping away what wasn't necessary. 
wow you know i'm having a real similar experience with old tracks of mine i'm going back and just listening to the acoustic or just listening to the vocal uh and realizing i did a whole lot of extra stuff right <laughs> right but, uh, uh, how do you decide uh, how do you ride that fine line like between like because you have a lot of effects you have a lot of space right you have a lot i mean you sound like someone who has their their favorite reverb settings on speed dial or something and and it's just you know specific caters to the song that way but i just want to know like uh is there a philosophy you're adhering to as you're going through this process to where you're like okay well that's too much and that's just right um i think it's context dependent on the project and so this was very focused to be I wanted space. I, I've worked in, I've been in bands which were very dense. Uh, and, and so I didn't want this to be that. So that's going to dictate part of it. Um, but I mean, it's really just over time experience. Uh, like when I do play with other people, it's a lot of listening. So uh, when I first got into Miles Davis many, many years ago, um, and there's, you know, his playing is if you if you write it out a lot of it doesn't look like anything fantastic but it's the way he plays it and what he's not playing um so any of his uh, any of the ballads his ballads uh, basin street blues anything those things were things that really influenced me in that way of understanding how much space and silence there was and yet he's ruling this right now like you're not you're not not paying attention because he's not playing you're anticipating what he's going to play. And so I'm not putting anything that I'm doing on that level, but I'm just saying that was an inspiration. And that's just kind of how I wanted. I don't really know where that line is. Um, just getting it. So, and also, you know, I told you I came from, from metal. So like lots of notes playing as fast as you can. And Hey, I still love metal, but I'm not going to play that way. And so I never wanted to be the guitar player. That's just, playing all the time if that makes sense yeah. um i wanted to make those notes worth something or, or significant so i don't think i really answered your question but i did a lot of ranting or you know carrying on about it but uh, was there a lot of experimentation that went into it or you said because you said earlier in the interview uh that you had a, a kind of a vision of what you wanted uh but in my mind, it's hard for me to uh, negotiate having all these effects uh, with knowing exactly what I wanted. There's there's like uh, experimenting going on in there. Did you find yourself doing that? Uh, well, definitely. Um, I mean, definitely it doesn't mean that what I had in my head was going to work a lot of times. <laughs> I mean, right? I mean, and specifically you know i mean if 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 all my first ideas you know if you heard those all the parts were a lot busier stepping all over each other uh effects wise um i kind of had already more or less figured out what i wanted the guitars to sound like um and what that chain would be and it's pretty consistent throughout it's the same pedals um and you know, I'm actually not a huge gear guy, if if that makes sense. I mean, in this day and age, guitar pedals are definitely a thing. 
Um, and I have them, you know, in my old bands, we just went direct into a Marshall. I didn't know what effects pedals were, or I did, but you know, I'm kidding, but I didn't have any. And so for this, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of reverb on it. Um, and that was just kind of to get, you know, kind of a dreamy vibe. I mean, that's really what I was going for there. It really worked. It really worked. Uh, I, I mean, both my wife and I, uh, were just sucked into this little EP paper, paper swallows is yeah it? paper swallows is the is like the main single uh single or uh the the ep itself uh flicker flicker to life which is actually a line a lyric from paper swallows but yeah yeah so for folks who don't know what you're getting into here is kind of a dream pop kind of um just a a lot of open spaces a really nice baritone um you're, you you know it's 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 really nice. I really like this EP a lot. Well, I, I appreciate it. It's, uh, hey, you know, um, I mean, your stuff is really well done, so maybe you don't feel this way, but, um, you know, if I was just playing guitar on something, I probably would feel, would not have felt quite as vulnerable, um, you know, but, it, you know, look, I'm in a certain age. I'm like, well, it doesn't matter. I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm going to put this, this is what I want to do. Hopefully some other people dig it. I mean, that would be great because that's, you know, I think at least for me, if I'm honest, um, you know, at this age, I'm not looking for, you know, fame or, or riches. I mean, that's not going to happen. Right. And that's not what I want anyways, but you know, and I actually thought a lot about why do I even care if other people like it? And I think what it comes down to is, um, you know, some of my, like best memories in high school or whatever. I was lucky to have really good friends and we would just sit around, sit around and listen to records. And there's like a bond when you, when you dig the same music, right. Um, that's just a, that's just a thing. And so when you're writing music, hopefully you're writing music that you like. And if you do, and someone else likes it, right. It's like, wow, that's pretty intense. Right. So actually what I'm asking for is a lot, right. Does that, does that make sense? Like, well, you know, I've always said that uh, being a musician is getting people to like what you like, and right, no, that makes sense. And 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 you kind of touched on that there. Yeah, I absolutely have to really like what I'm doing um, musically uh, in order for me to put it out, uh, because in my mind, I can't justify trying to get somebody else to like something I don't. Right. Uh, okay. So yeah, yeah, it's you're you're just constantly trying to uh get people to like what you like. It's it's a it's a tough job. <laughs> Definitely. Kind of that kind of goes into the second half of what I wanted to talk about. Um like how are you reaching out to your fans? Where do they find you and and uh where where's all the fuss? So, you know, I mean really well, it's kind of how I, I I met you on Threads, right? Um, my whole life, I've more or less in any band I've been in, it's always been more of a musician's band, right? My, the stuff I've done is not really mainstream. Um, so I feel like, you know, on, on Instagram and all that, I, I did meet some people, um, you know, and started networking there. Um, but... I think there's a pretty supportive community that we found um, in threads and I don't know how long that will last. Uh, I imagine when 
they start adding ads and wanting to monetize it, things will change um, that we can't control. But for now, that's there, right? And so, um, you know, speaking of that, I mean, for me, when the, when it got when the EP came out, I, I I did some promo stuff, and you know, I went through things like Muso Soup and and all that, and and Submit Hub, and you know, kind of realizing this is just kind of a kind of a sub industry that probably isn't going to lead to anything. Um, but you got to try something. Right. Um, and so I, but I actually met some people. Um, so I met like the sharks and minnows guys and Leon Freer, um, through that experience. Um, and, uh, what I was going to say is, you know, Spotify has the, the, the biggest market share, but I kind of knew that the way that they promote music is not how, I listen to music number one and probably people that would be into my music are not into that. And Hey, I appreciate anyone listening to it on any, any way they do. Um, but you know, I found that when people listen like on a Apple music, which is what I personally use, um, they tend to listen to all the songs, which, yeah. which, uh, I, you know, I'm not saying I like that because they, Hey, I mean, of course I like it because I listen to my song, but that's how I listen to music also. So yeah. they're not just being fed a playlist and they hear one song and they weren't even paying attention. You know, does that make sense? Right. Right. It's like a, a active listening, uh, evidence of active listening. Active going on. Listen. Exactly. Which yeah. is, you know, in danger of going extinct, which is even with myself, I have to be conscious about it. Yeah, yeah, because around here there's music going on all the time, you know, and I'm always like, whoa, what was that? <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly, exactly. Let's say you're a new musician. What are you, if if they ask you, how do you overcome uh, all this creative blocks, self-doubt, uh, feelings of competition and all that? Do you have any advice for someone in that rut? Yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of what we we touched on parts of it before. I think it just comes down to writing what you want. And even though that sounds selfish, um, I'm actually not really into like being totally selfish, if that makes sense. I'm just acknowledging that to a degree that it is. Um, but uh i think you have to you know just write things and and understand that so that's okay if i could just stop real quick and that's a problem i think with spotify and releasing singles is and i've i've noticed people talking about you know they just they, they're going to write something and release it and maybe what you write and record should not be released maybe it's not that good and we we've all written stuff that isn't that good. Okay. It's not, I'm not saying this from, you know, some ivory tower or whatever. We, 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 not everything should be released. And I don't think we should think that way. And that's why I think it's good to work in batches of songs, whether it's an album or, you know, whatever, um, to get ideas. And, you know, we all go through periods of time where maybe it's not happening and we need to work through some stuff. Um, so that's one thing, but I would just, 
you know, I spent a long time on songs and probably too long. But, um, you know, at some point, if you're not totally happy with it or sure, then just move on. Just finish that song and maybe don't release it. Don't throw it away. Leave it there. You can come back and rework it or rewrite it or maybe it will sound great in two months. I mean, I don't know. Um, but I think stop worrying about everything else and don't plan. And I'm not saying this. I know people go, that sounds terrible. Well, don't plan on making any money yet. Okay. If you make money at it, that's fantastic. But it's kind of like if you, I, I'm not a gambler, but if you, if you go to gamble, you should know how much money it's going to cost you when you go to do that. Right. You're, you're not right. planning on winning. Right. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. So, you know, I don't know about you. I was in bands when I was younger and then I decided to stop and I, I have a different career and that's what I do. But at this point, it's afforded me the ability. I have freedom to do whatever I want. Um, I can write whatever I want. I don't have to worry about any pressure from what other people expect from us or anything. Um, so there's no right way, but I'm just saying I wouldn't worry about all that trying to make it and trying to. Yeah. I, I think don't release it is the greatest advice you could ever give uh maybe half of all indie musicians uh right just just sit on it for a little yeah. while you know uh man you learn you learn so much uh going over your own tracks yeah. later on down the road and yeah. and it's not just blow and go and, it, and it's not blow and go for the music i listen to you know, the music I listen to, I listen to over and over again, Right. you know, and, and, uh, so anyways, I just think that's such great advice. Thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But let's just talk about, uh, what do you got planned coming up? Yeah. So, um, you know, I was actually at one point, you know, looking at Spotify numbers, you know, people only care about singles there. So initially I was thinking maybe I'll just release some singles because um, I work so slowly. Um, but I've got, you know, one song that's done and, I, and I'm, I've decided not to at this point because I just don't, I don't want to work that way. Right. I'm not going to release it yet. So I'm going to, I'm going to save them up. Got one, another song I'm working on. So it'll probably be another EP. And it's interesting because I never planned to do this, but this is a song from one of my old bands that was never uh, recorded or released um, that I walked away from because I just couldn't get it to what I thought it should be. And I never actually considered revisiting any of those songs. But at the prompting of one of my uh, old bandmates, I, I'm doing that, which has been really interesting to go back to a song that's like 20 something years old that I'd never done before. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it's going to sound different. It's it's in this style. It's more in this style that you're familiar with. But because of the origins of the song, it may not be completely in that style. Um, but that's OK. I mean, everything doesn't have to be, you know, completely the same instrumentation for every song that I ever do in the Flashcrackers. Um, but uh, and I'm at, and I'm working with a drummer on it. So, um, so the maybe adding members thing is, is might, might happen. So I'm excited about that. Um, it, it, it needs a, a real drummer 
Um, and so that's happening. So I'll probably target another four songs and, you know, I don't have a, a release date at this time just because I work, I work so slowly, but, um, you know, I'm hoping by the end of the year to release another four. Oh, excellent. Uh, you know, that working with a drummer is awesome. I, f I find it's super gratifying, um, going from laying down a scratch track to a metronome to getting the drummer to do his part to going back and then playing back on top of those drums. It is so much cooler than the metronome. <laughs> I'm, I'm totally looking forward to that. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And, uh, Hey, nuances that I can't do, you know, just those, those sorts of things that I miss. Um, you know, I never really intended to do, it kind of sounds like a control thing because I'm doing everything. But, um, when I started doing this again, um, it was about two years ago, I challenged myself, you know, I had written and recorded songs, but I just wouldn't finish them. You know, like all my friends, you got a million songs unfinished on your hard drive. And so I challenged myself to write, record and release a song in a month. And I, it took me about six weeks. Um, and that was before the CP. Um, and so it was really just about necessity because I didn't want anything holding me up. If, if that makes sense. Uh, I, I didn't want to worry about logistics and this sounds terrible, but you know, if something came up in another person's life, which it does, then the project's on hold. And I just needed to get some kind of momentum, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, but at this, at now I'm, you know, more open to trying to make that happen. And like I said, Hey, if I don't have to do everything, I'd love to not do because other people have great ideas, you know, I'm, and that's something that I, that I miss um, what, what other people add to it. Yeah, totally. Uh, our album collaborations had 23 people. Oh, wow. Uh, you know, all from all over the world, you know, it was kind of a COVID record. Right. Um, but uh, Great record, by the way. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, I mean, really, thanks. Because, you know, like, I like your music, too. And it's cool when someone whose yeah. music you like likes your and i music. wouldn't have said it i wouldn't have brought it up like that if i didn't really think that so i was happy too i mean you always want that to be the case you know what i mean mm -hmm. but it's not always the case and i'm not mm -hmm. i'm a terrible liar so like i'm not i don't i don't tell people i just tell them the truth so yeah i was i was happy that i dug it so yeah very cool very cool well this has been a really great interview i've been i'm really happy with uh what we got done here uh dave do you have anything you want to say on your way out? I just want to say thanks for having me. I appreciate it. I know that doing this takes a lot of effort on and on your part. And uh, totally appreciate it. Um, and giving people like me, you know, some kind of exposure. It's, it's uh, very much appreciated. I know I don't take it for granted. Uh, it's, 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 I'm such a fanboy. It's my pleasure. Thank you. All right. I'll press the button now. 